You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I honestly, if we're all honest, right, the only crossover we all want, right, it's the only crossover we want, it's the only crossover that can possibly happen is the crossover because Doctor Who is now partially somehow controlled by Disney and we just want that Star Wars and that Doctor Who crossover. I never knew I wanted it until someone like gave like some fan made thing on it and I'm like, oh man, okay, I want this. <laughs> See, like, I'm down with there's a, this. There's a bunch of things that could easily be cool to happen if we, if the companies would just allow it. Oh, yeah. But, because yeah. that 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 Doctor Who Star Wars one would be amazing mm-hmm. when they when they end up meeting Spock or Picard. They still have enough trouble now just trying to get Fox and Sony to, or uh, true, yeah, to play nice with each other, MCU yeah. and Sony true well, i mean sony saw the the dollar signs and they were yeah. like but we want all the dollar signs exactly we'll let you keep doing let you keep doing spider-man but we want half of everything you ever make yep wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> all right well anybody's anyways if that red light is to be believed we are live we've been live for like the last probably for like the last minute and a half so this is what we usually talk about in the behind the scenes if you ever wonder like if you get all these nerds together and what the heck we're doing we're still just talking about nerd stuff in the background so if you really wonder like what the heck we're talking about it's just this is stuff so everybody welcome to an exciting new episode of low key on the wheel of change network here on our special halloween edition i know Woo! i bet you guys have thought we we're gonna take this monday off do we look like Chris Spangle to you? Heck no. <laughs> All right. All right. When we say consistency, we mean it, okay? Mm. Oh, that's good. That's good. I made uh, some, um, because um, I didn't go out trick-or-treating, I sat at home and made some really good um, um, apple cider. But since I do not fly alone, I make sure I fly, um, make sure I bring some wingmen with me. And tonight's episode, I've got Reinhold. Reinhold, you go say hello. Hello. Hello, how's everybody doing? Happy uh, Halloween. Hope everybody's having a spooky October and just uh, having a good time with their lives. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you uh, pass out a lot of candy today? Uh, no, we live in the country. We don't do that sort of thing out here. Okay. I have four neighbors. None of them have kids. It's not anything that's going to happen. Oh, oh, oh. So, you know, you guys don't like just like dress up and play make believe. Nah, not really. I no. I do enough of that every day, uh, just trying to make believe that I actually know what I'm doing with my job and <laughs> showing up and working. <laughs> <laughs> and that chuckles as you hear behind the behind there. Is that is uh, we got Vincent. Vincent, when you go say hello. Hello. It is Halloween, a holiday that has become much less prevalent in my life. Uh, a future gear haver 
uh, Abaca Brosa, Cam Cuz live staying for probably Big Titty Guff. Um, I don't, you know, no, sorry. Uh, Vic, we, we actually sold out of that uh, about five minutes before the, the stream went live, unfortunately. Sorry about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know what? I'll send, I'll send Miranda an invite to see if she wants to come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you get a lot it of always comes, it, hmm? it always comes to this like, here we go let me let me start <laughs> insta bad on man first time my niece ever flags someone I'm flagging that that's flag and that guy <laughs> first report <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so uh, did you get any uh, trick or treaters Nope, I got home probably about seven o'clock from work, and it was dark and rainy, and everybody was like, "Nah, screw that, I'm good." <laughs> okay. But I did buy candy just in case, and the candy I'm not going to eat, I'm going to pawn off on my coworkers because it's easier that way. There you go. There you go. Just put it in a in a dish bump around you, so everyone who tries to lose weight just leave your desk alone because they can't help themselves; they'll just reach into the dish. <laughs> you know, it's better this way. Well, unlike you two, I actually did get a bunch of trick or treaters. Um, it was a uh, was like an ebb and flow. So, like, we had like a one big massive group, and then it kind of died down, and then it kept just coming in like every like hour, and then then it got late, and then that's when the older kids started coming. And uh, it was like eight forty five. You know, you could tell like this is like the last group of teenagers. So I just took my bowl and. Poof, Get out of here. Shoot kids, shoot kids. Leave me alone. I know. You know, I'm I'm excited. I got some trick-or-treaters. I'm just not, you know, I wish um there's more trick-or-treaters I've ever gotten was this year. Um being out here in the small town um versus in the city. Because like in the city, like I had such few trick-or-treaters every year that that's how everyone was like when I tell everyone like I was a legend one year and passed out king size candy bars because it's gonna be like one one, two big groups. You know, probably like 30 kids tops. So 30 king size candy bars, not a bad stretch to get. Back when king size mattered and it wasn't just share size, which is a bunch of tiny pieces all together. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about like the true king size. Not now, speaking of those, the, have you ever seen the slice and share size that come up for um, uh, Christmas? Oh, those massive ones that are mm-hmm. ridiculous? Yep. Yeah. Uh, actually, when I was in Bloomington, there was one point where the the place I worked was right next to a gas station and the guy who ran the gas station used to work at where I worked at. So all the employees I worked with knew him. Hmm. So we ended up going there at the end of our, you know, six, six AM shifts when we get off at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I bought the foot long box of Twix. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, all right, cool. We just started passing out Twix and we ate Twix for like a week and a half at work. Well, I did have taken the slice and share size York peppermint patty and um, just jumped into like a um, uh, a bubble bath and just sat there and ate the whole York peppermint patty. <laughs> you know, all right. It was. I had a blast. It was fun. Okay, all it right. was fun. All right. Yeah. All right. I want you to. I really did send a stream invite to, to Miranda. I don't know if she's actually going to jump in, but it's fine. <laughs> It'll be fun. 
if she jumps in and, and it just teases niece because we didn't send him it. Uh, <laughs> we didn't send him in, but I know <laughs> he's just gonna sit there and uh, <laughs> you know, it's seethe, cope and seethe, anyways. Um, well, yeah, see, like. And well, this year, like I gave out so much candy, and then like someone this year, right? Like at FN Legend, also in my neighborhood, someone's giving out uh potato chip, like like this, you know, potato chip bags. Mm-hmm. And I just like, you know what? That's awesome because yeah, you just like toss them in, and then like most kids are probably going to like like uh, which you know, I, I wish I knew what parent did that or someone who did it because high five them because like a um it's the easy go-to snack it's my emergency snack i use for my daughter for school because they get to pack lunch and give them a snack which i don't remember getting a snack <laughs> apparently they get snacks now that's a stop and get <laughs> snacks um so you got to pack a snack every day and uh, my daughter uh when I first started, I got, okay, like, I will say, like, when the school year first started, I was kind of over, you know. Doing it? Oh, I was overdoing everything in the first year. I was, I, like, made a really neat bento box of shapes and things, and I <laughs> took the walk out and made her fresh popcorn, and then she broke my heart and goes, Dad, I, I want to eat the school lunch with my friends. <laughs> but, but I made I made you a bento box. I made you a bento. Look, it's a little frog and everything. It's cool. I want to no. eat the walking taco Fritos. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but, but, and, and they give out chocolate milk. You give me water. I'm like, it's, it's, it's water. I love water. <laughs> chocolate milk. <laughs> so. Dashed my dreams of sitting at home, waking up early in the morning, making my daughter break uh, her food for the day. Let's see. Uh, Ace goes, happy Halloween, Ace. Uh, my schedule today actually allows me to be fully awake when question is live. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Okay. Hey. Good, good. Good to see you, Ace. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> call you out on your weebness, which is fair. Yep. That Bro, shout out to the teenagers on Halloween who are now probably blackout drunk at a cornfield belt right now. But most cornfields have been harvested by now. Um, mm-hmm. And if they have harvested... Yeah, and if they haven't been harvested right now, it's going to be way too wet. That's never going to dry out. It is just um, too late. They lost yeah. the money. Cellulose, <laughs> unused cellulose. Uh, everybody around me got theirs in the, out of the field about a week ago, week and a half ago. Yep, daughter calls you a, a weave demand cash for cafe. Okay, all right. That's the other thing. What some people was like, uh, uh, honestly, like I tell everyone, like you can uh, go and spend all this money for a. Uh, you know, like advanced degree for something like this, or you can just buy your kid a combine and just sit around farms. It will pay for itself before your degree ever will. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need the farm lay. You just need to be put your combine up for rent and be available <laughs> at a moment's notice because it'll be dry. They need a harvest and you can pick up a phone call and be there. Heck yeah. You're just go, just go, go. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Make it bank. Like Reinhold goes like, yeah, I failed. I could have just did all this computer stuff. I could just had this combine sitting in my backyard this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably Reinhold's probably passed up two combines at, at auctions. So like, ah, I'm good. I'm good at this. I'm gonna stick with this computer thing. <laughs> I, I had a my neighbor offer me uh, his truck he was trading in, or his uh, tractor he was trading in. It's a really mm-hmm. nice one. I was like, 
so I wonder how much it is. So I asked him how much he was asking for it. And I was like, yeah, that's more than my house. So you can just move <laughs> on. It's, I'll see you later. It's a, it's a bit, it's a. That was trade in value. Yeah. It's a business. When I was care. growing up, when I was growing up, we had a guy who was a bus driver because mm. the bus driver and farming worked really good hand in hand at the time, because you would go to schools late enough in a year that they would be, basically off work from the, from the farming stuff and then you do the the school and then you're done and then the farming starts up again and he would buy a new corvette every year Oof. 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 yeah yeah that's what like uh some people like uh i think that's one thing that uh some people when they um got into farmers only and they realized like some of these farm boys have a lot of <laughs> yeah it's like well, I, we had um, basically Future Farmers of America was a ag was a class in our in our high school mm-hmm. agriculture. So yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, they knew what they were doing because most of the people out there were just going to grow up and take over their parents' farms. So. Yep. Oh yeah. There. Uh, I have since I sold some. Escola places. Have you seen the price of land lately? Um, like I keep linking properties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eska just yeah keeps uh, linking property. I think I may make that a Discord channel, just like cool Zulu, pro- cool properties, just cool, cool Zulu, properties, cool Zulu properties. Brother's see, trying to sell his property now. You do that, and then then a scout just starts putting in like bad, des- poorly designed homes, okay. just because. All right. Find lost in the windows. Right, so Videos quick, of, of bad home inspections. Those are the fun parts, right? You go see those those home inspectors come in and see something completely messed up in their house, and they're like, "No." So, you go see it happening in your house, and you go, "Oh, oh." So, quick segment, real quick. I wanted to bring this up because this is good to me. This was I saw this today. Um, I didn't see it the other day. Everyone want to read this. Oh, yeah. IBM introduces new Diamondback tape library. Tapes, still the goat, baby. Tape library, still the goat. Magnetic tapes, it's still the goat. <laughs> Zoom in, enhance. Enhance. What? More it's- enhance. It's 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 when I talk to some people in the IT space and they sit there like, well, this is the future. And I keep going like, I don't know, man tape backups or it's just like you know it's a proven design <laughs> and uh, I can really know if uh, uh, someone's trying to encrypt my tape library because that tape machine starts moving really quickly and it shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> why are some tapes moving <laughs> turn that off <laughs> stop that thing <laughs> yeah but you know that's how it is sometimes innovation doesn't always lead to success yeah yeah yeah. I mean, look at the we. You mean we <laughs> you? No, I mean, I meant the, I meant the motion motion controls for gaming and that that it was oh, just that's... a big fad and then died a horrible death because it's terrible. It's got to no, no. I don't no. think that's why it died a horrible death. It a horrible death because Nintendo didn't know what to do with it. Oh, no, they, not they, just they Nintendo. They left it set. Like the there's, there's the Connect which yeah, is just Connect a webcam that 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 was good for like the two things it was for but it also didn't register anything 90% of the time 
you can zoom in. I can't with people. All right, so no, like, all right, so the thing is with that was it was just more like also like the developers are also hard to control for that because if you're making a game for these controls, you're it's a, it's going to be a Nintendo exclusive because the other gaming yeah. systems are just aren't having it, you know. That's one of the reason why like uh, Meta has lost its effing shirt in um, uh, freaking um, the in the VR space. One. They pissed off everyone in the VR space. They're they're outing. They came in with big D money, bought a lot of things up, claimed the word meta, claimed the word metaverse, and it's like that's cocky. This <laughs> is yeah. it's a cocky name. That's a cocky thing because to everyone else there, like the metaverse was an idea, something like that, and you came in and just claimed it, you know, <laughs> you know, and uh, no one really wanted to work with them, and the, go- the United States government was trying to just just. You know, slapping them and it was, you know, and here they are, lost um, countless <laughs> millions of dollars, seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, and also when they did the conference, like, oh, we're working on legs, and the legs they showed in the conference were weren't even from the program. They were they were pre rendered legs. Yeah, just. Tr- tr- <laughs> I'm reminded. I'm reminded of the. Uh, Epic rap battles between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, and just mm-hmm. seeing what's going on now with both of those people. Yeah. One's one's a scam artist, and one's a, a robot. Oh, so just, <laughs> the biggest scam artist in life. One's a, one's a scam artist, and one's a robot scam artist. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Con <laughs> man. Oh, man, where's that? What's that spitting image? The con man song. I'm a con man, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm a god. Zooming around the planet in my hyperlooping car. He monetized right there. I know, right? It's like, <laughs> it wasn't on key enough. It's fine. It was too, it was too close to the real. God. Most people don't like the right on you watch spitting image, right? No. Oh, God. No, I don't on. know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I agree, Scoudra. That is basically that is so much fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, like, um, uh, so, like, in the chat room, someone was like, "Oh man, this really cool, like, electric car truck company in Canada." And I was like, "Ah, oh, cool, cool, cool. What's his name?" Uh, it's Nicola. Ooh, red flag. Ooh, pass. 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 What naming your thing after famous inventors? Red flag. <laughs> well, if it ain't Edison, we might mm-hmm. be in business because oh, they know how to do business at that point. No, no, red flag. The <laughs> other one from uh, the Edison other. No, you name your product after some old inventor that is dead. Red flag. It's an instant it's red a, flag. Don't touch. Yeah. Yeah, but you said inventor. Edison was an inventor. He's a stealer. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. You, you know, like you, Musk. Oh, I was going <laughs> to. I thought you could say Bill Gates. <laughs> Right, I was like, no, no, no. I need my Windows license to sign. Six <laughs> nay on the micro Microsoft man. Okay. <laughs> Comes in tomorrow. It works. It's like, oh no, my life. All my license. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, I can't get into any of these licenses. I have to buy an Xbox One for them to let me have it again. <laughs> it's like we're only gonna let you use ME now, Reinhold. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of the people who did use it for a while. So <laughs> that was fun. Was it? Was it? Mm, no. No. <laughs> no. 
I think Ami was probably the worst one. Yeah. Oh, man, I remember when XP came out, everybody was like, this looks like Tinker Toys. This is, you know, so so many colors. It's too colorful. Blah, blah, blah. All the, the icons are so uh, minimized and childish, you know, that sort of thing. And then by the time Windows uh, uh, Vista comes out, they're like, man, this should be like XP. XP was great. Wonderful. It's like, you, you were kidding. You were crapping on it like five years ago what are you talking about it's yeah. nostalgia yeah. bro hey vista's problem right was the problem <laughs> it, it was just too soon this, people's cpus wasn't really ready for it the minimum specs for vista was way too low that was vista's problem they were doing all that arrow stuff and the it was real pretty it was the eye yep. candy but mm-hmm. you had to turn it off if you didn't have a nice right. computer. So yeah, that's why like people's like, oh, I can't believe like Windows 8 is like I had a really nice computer with Windows 8. Like I upgraded to Windows 8 and built the computer purposely for Windows 8. And I effing loved my Windows 8 machine. <laughs> you know, my wife is is refuses to go to Windows 10 because she likes Windows 8 that much. She's she has she is she's like, I'm just going to I'm staying in Android. I'm like you can't stand on Android. Yes, I can. This is fine. I've got this. I've got a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. This is my new computer. I'm just going, like, all right. This is especially like once, like, because I, um, it all started when I showed her how she could screen mirror her to the TV. She's like, oh, oh I'm good. This is all I need. <laughs> well, everybody complained about the start menu on Windows 8. I'm like, you guys, this is so much better. Because the, yeah. you remember Windows 7, you know, Windows 7 XP, that sort of thing. You had to hit the start button and it would do the flyouts and the flyouts. Mm-hmm. They had to build those all the time. It was yep. in a they had to yep. read through the hard drive just to build it. Mm-hmm. It's like Windows 8, you you take your out your the games that you want, you throw it onto the main screen, you hit start, yes. boom, done. Out. Yeah, yeah, through the charm menu. And it's you so can have yeah, you could you turn your charm menu into what everyone does anyways that builds the little tiles to see the statuses. Mm-hmm. Like most people do that, go up to GitHub and pull some tile manager out. And it's like, so Windows 8. <laughs> you just Windows 8 with extra steps, you know. I loved it. I could hit my I hit my Windows button, bring up all my top my charm tiles. I can see the weather, the stock report. I can see things that are going on. I can look at my RSS feeds like, oh, another podcast came up. This TV, you know, I can sit there and click on things, you know, and then go to it. But no, no, no. I'm stuck here, you know, with Windows 10 now. Yeah. All right. So this e- so this is yes. Yeah, so, yeah. no, I'm not going to live. Go. Go. I, I refuse. I refuse. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, window, windows has tricked me once. It's always you got to skip one, got to skip one. <laughs> you gotta you gotta, wait. But, but, you know, you windows, 10, windows 10 was two already, so because they had this, the sec, the uh, two H ones that came out. So mm-hmm. technically, this is like a third iteration, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was also bought on the idea when they said Windows 10 was gonna be the last Windows. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not doing any more Windows. Windows 10, we're just gonna keep building on it. Oh, here's Windows 11. Which I kept thinking. Meanwhile, the Windows, server space. Now we have Windows twenty twenty two, or you know, yeah, for, yeah, for server twenty nineteen, twenty twenty two is out now. Everybody's wanting it. It's like, oh. I know. Yeah, that's okay. Make you feel any better? I'm still supporting Windows two thousand eight. <laughs> oh, oh I, if you want to feel any better, I have got people who I potentially work with who are still migrating from Windows two thousand three. All right, I feel I feel slightly better. All right, so <laughs> this is so if you go into your from um, YouTube or browser choice, you can also look at this thing called Elon Musk Kanban from the uh, TV show Spitting Image, where they take like little cool like little puppets 
And they, oh, it was uh, the the people who did the uh, Genesis video. Yeah, those, mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I know they're still doing stuff yeah. like that. We can't hear it, by the way. So. That's fine. No, I man, it's probably it's probably better that way. Oh yeah, it'd probably be like super copyrighted. You know, yeah, you, you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, don't forget the go show the ERB. Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah. and... What? No. 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 No, because the look the guy uh, who does Elon's the guy who the guy who does Zuckerberg is so good because he doesn't he literally will not blink during the whole, whole thing. It's hilarious. He's like, you can't sneak up on Zuck. I don't even fucking blink. <laughs> yeah. No, nice Peter. <laughs> yeah, fine, fine. I'll look at that. I'll look it up. Very funny. <laughs> He's like, fine, fine, fine. Oh, why is it so loud? <laughs> yeah, is it is this this what you wanted? Yeah. <laughs> is the best. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's that's enough for YouTube to copyright us. Let's get I know, like, <laughs> don't copyright me, bro. Don't copy. Oh, come on. There are people out there who react to these things, man. Don't, they don't play copy. the whole video and they talk oh, yes. about it. But yeah. Usually it's 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 mirrored, so it's not as easy to see. Yeah. No, no. Most people don't mirror anymore. Yeah, I got to make it. No, most people I, don't even follow the 10 minute rule for, for TV shows and movies. I've seen people go past that. There's this one one new channel who's doing movies and they're literally doing like 25 minutes of the movie. So. Depends on who you get in good with, I guess. At YouTube, yeah, that's true. If you're they making really the money, is. if you're bringing in ads, they don't care much. Yeah, they give you a lot of leeway. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's all it is. It is, you know. Anyways, so the Gary won't let me do reactions. So. You, you could, you could, you could do reactions on the on the Reinhold show. Okay, <laughs> right. you do all the reactions you want on the Reinhold show. Because I put out one episode of my show in 2013, and I haven't put out a second one, does not mean that I'm not working on it. You and Ryan Justin's trilogy. Every 10 years, I'll put out an episode. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We, You know. Well, honestly, honestly, you need to put your next episode needs to be like uh, directed by your friend. Okay. You know, you know. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ace. I agree. Reinhold reacts to Gundam. Okay. Good. I was trying to get something like that going where we're talking about these shows. We could just show the show shows like, to each other, but no, nah, we. What show? Cool. What you want to do? We could go through it like one time and like sit there, like do you like small clips, like a clip show on it like we'll concentrate on one segment get it built up i think it'd be easier to do once the studio is all built up and it and the, and the machine and everything is sitting there and we're all in one spot this way we're not trying to like send we audio to us send audio there no correct we can send audio through the headphone jack and push it up to the microphone jack on the mixer board 10 times easier that on here just with like here you get the video going and we got the audio and good to go they want to talk to you, man. Why are you why are you running away? <laughs> Probably wants me to work out. Well, well Abacabra, I can actually I can actually use that concept that you 
you said there to jump to actually a Halloween race conversation. Oh, okay. Because I'm going to talk about uh, Junji Ito. The what? Because What's it? What's a Junji Ito? Junji Ito is a horror manga writer who is profoundly disturbing when he writes. Um, and the reason I'm going to use Metamorphosis as a jumping on point is because one of his stories is based off of one of his mangas is based off of Kafka's Metamorphosis where where a girl ends up slowly becoming a slug in comparison to a a roach. Um, For people who don't know Junji Ito, uh, as a man, he's very wholesome and kind and is a a genuinely pleasant man while, while all of his stories are horrifying and psychologically draining. Uh, one of the ones that most people know about is is the Mountain of Holes, in which uh, keep it keep keep this family rated. Oh, I am, I am. In, in which in which uh, a mountain appears with with holes in them, and people feel like they are being called to the holes that that hole is made for them, and they and everybody tries to pull prevent them from going but it's like but it's made for me it's calling for me this is my hole and then they force themselves in the hole and and when they come out the other end they're changed and and their bodies like crushed and disformed because they forced themselves through this hole because that's what it was calling to them all right yeah so his his artwork is God damn it. What? Fucking Abaca bro. <laughs> That's just like the plot to like every hentai ever for red bits. It's terrible. He's got a point. It's terrible. This is a mountain that to the point where people if once the mountain is on like like one of the main characters sees it on the television. And they just can't stop thinking about it because they start hearing a noise. It's it's literally like it's physically calling to them to go to this hole <laughs> in the mountain that fits only them. It's his art is very profound and and very much satire of parts of the Japanese culture. Uh, there's a series of one I can't remember. I believe it's Tammy or something along those lines, where it's a it's this girl who is profoundly beautiful, but mm-hmm. and that beauty lures in these people to try to basically try to to date her or do more than that with her, and uh, usually it ends with her consuming them in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> All After right. they've done something profoundly horrible to her because they felt jealous of her beauty or in or in or like not as good good enough because of her beauty or how amazing she is. Right, it's so you're, back, so you're back on that four stuff. Mm, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> not not quite that level <laughs> of consuming so, them. 
what I'm hearing is this is intriguing, you know, the type of writing you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering if you would compare that with the work done by author Clive Barker. Do you know Clive Barker? I know of Clive Barker. I haven't read any of his stuff directly. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why his stuff doesn't really get made to movies very well. Because there's things you can't show on the TV screen, <laughs> the movie screen. No, it's just no. not happening. And then oh. some of the stuff in these books is just like jaw dropping. And like even Stephen King has gone, what? you know. Um, and he did, I mean, he's had a couple things successfully turned into movie franchises like uh, Hellraiser. Mm -hmm. But even Hellraiser was such a tamed down, saccharine version of what he wrote. Right. right. So there's a new version of it coming out supposedly next year that's much more closer in line with the original books. And we'll see how that goes. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it or not. But just, it sounds like what you're saying because mm -hmm. all of his stuff is very um, re examining the nature of humanity, beings, yes. that sort of thing. Where, um, I mean, it's not exactly like. A, um, Lovecraft or something like that. It's it's more mm -hmm. just the base nature of humans and how it can trans transform what a human is into other things because of all this experimentation and you know religion and everything else that they do. Right. Uh, I, I'm actually currently posting some images in the Discord uh, as spoiler warning, so people who don't want to look at it don't have to. Uh, <laughs> That's good, That's but. Good. His artwork is profoundly disturbing. It's actually to a point where the artistry is hard to animate. <laughs> because of it, you can definitely feel <laughs> the, the, you can definitely feel that there's a bit of like a Geiger-esque feel to some of the art as well. Hmm. Geiger. Sorry, in my head I went Giver. That's fair. Geiger. But yeah, it's, it makes it. Is very his artwork is very well done. By the way, it's not Tammy; it's Tomi, T O M I E. And it's all of his artwork has a message to it, but it's always very disturbingly presented. Um, the the snail one I talked about. The actual premise is that this 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 girl is kind of like a, a social outcast, and she comes home and sees her parents crushing all these slugs that are in their yard. And they're like, and she's asking them why they're killing the slugs. The slugs are good for the environment. And they're like, yeah, we like the slugs, but not in our garden. We don't want the slugs mm -hmm. here. They need to be somewhere else. And when the the girl starts to realize that she is she is attracted to another girl, her tongue becomes a slug, and it becomes this sense of her trying to hide the slug that is now her tongue. And when her parents find out that the that that she has this slug, all they try to do is kill the slug in whatever way they can. But all they're doing is harming her as a person mm -hmm. to the point where they put her in a 
in a bath full of salt that salt kills slugs. Yeah. And the only thing that's remaining is her head, in which the snail crawls out of her mouth and uses her head as a shell. I don't know. By the way, I love the I love the juxtaposition of talking about this while we're watching. Yeah, Animal uh, Crossing. Yeah, Harry exactly. Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what Halloween's all about. All right, well, it's, just, it's the know. dichotomy of Halloween. Yeah, I remember you bringing the, that snail thing up before, and it, yeah, uh, it's off, not off air, off air, but uh-huh. it, it's just like oh my god, it's awful. I know, but it's the imagery of it is really, really dark. But it's his artwork is meant to to invoke invoke those feelings that you don't forget it mm-hmm. while he talks about things that are societal, you know, the slugs in that story, the slugs is homosexuality, mm-hmm. and the parents are fine with it as long as it's not in their their garden, and they try to they try everything they can to get rid of it to the detriment of their daughter until it it becomes too detrimental to her. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. Yeah. yeah, and in and of itself, you if you're not looking that deep into it, you just see the the body horror and the weird and why is this girl's tongue a snail and why is it so intricately drawn that the snail like is where her tongue should definitely be and it's like attached to her mouth on the inside. And, yeah so if everyone was wondering if uh uh, uh this vincent just read this stuff just for the podcast or he does it for his own sick self just his own sick self yeah <laughs> i mean you're not wrong you know so so, yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, and he's another reason why, uh, as we build out the new studio where uh, we're going to have a limit on how many books people can bring in or out of the studio, so so it doesn't turn into like a, a temporary library. Whoa, 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 whoa! I I have a whole spare room. That'll be my own library. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll fill that out quickly. You're almost, <laughs> it's probably almost full. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I have a digital library, sir. Mm-hmm. Don't have to take up the space. Yeah. So, anyways, with the new studio, so uh, Ryan Hall, you didn't get the. I, I told this on to Vincent uh, yesterday. So, like, uh, I was talking to, um, got to talk to your uh, leader on Saturday. Spent the day with him as we're setting things up. Because um, I had to go to his house, pick up a couple of things, and bring it to the uh, bring the house to set up. And while we're you mean you there, you mean your leader had you you know toting and hauling stuff around for him like mm-hmm. you were mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. in his employ right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you didn't get paid for it, but it was work that you did for him. Yeah. A lot of work, unpaid work, uh, unpaid rent on the studio. (laughs) I thought the, I thought that was all taken care of because the naming rights were sold. Um, He has gotten paid, but I, as the land owner, I have received zero dollars and zero cents. Nothing will make a person switch from being a left libertarian to a right libertarian than having property and not getting paid for it. <laughs> yes, it's an unpaid internship. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Did I am I my uh, sending uh, uh, him invoices and uh, every month? Heck yes. Will will ever put a lead against the company? 
If he makes enough money, the lean's worth it. Heck yeah, will. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, and it's a <laughs> look. Boom, lean. You know, and I've got to do the invoice just in case anything happens for insurance reasons. It's got to look like oh, I just wasn't just storage up here. You know, you know, he was paying me. This is business. I need. This. I'm gonna get this on my business insurance. Anyways, um. Well, when I was talking to him over, um, uh, so with the with this show, with all you people tuning in and watching this, uh, dearly was looking at the analytics of it, and he, from us doing this show, convinced him to actually help pay for the internet access over at the studio, so we can actually go back to doing wall live instead of fake live, you know, like those fake live shows he's been doing. Yeah, so so thank you. I want to thank all each and every one of you guys who download this podcast who watch us live you helped get us over across the line to going back to doing a full live show so that the the other live show because it's just enough it's just enough to make it worth it so thank you everyone thank you yeah. <laughs> if he if he according to abigail bro if he podcasts for 30 days or more he technically becomes a squatter <laughs> oh, well, oh, well. yeah but I, I, I deal I deal with squatters differently than uh, most people on the news. I don't I don't I don't call the news for help to get rid of squatters. Call <laughs> Lou Rockwell; he'll come out and take care of it for you. No, 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 no. All I need is the police to tell me that. So I own this house. You sure do. You just remove the doors and windows. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start painting. Power. No, 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 no. I'm just keeping power. I want this full electrified. I don't want to steal my copper out of the walls. <laughs> <laughs> you remove the doors and windows so the air is just flowing through, and then you just start painting. <laughs> full latex. Just start painting. And then you glaze the tubs. You glaze. Send the glazers in. There's people living here. I don't care. I'm not paying you for. Those I don't know those people. They're squatting. Glaze the tub. Glaze <laughs> the tub. <laughs> Trust me, they won't be there when you start glazing the tub. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like oh, time to resand the floors <laughs> at three a.m. Absolutely, especially at three a.m. Three a.m. is the best time. Yep. What you're not supposed to be here. What you you didn't you didn't know that I had my my weekly three a.m. sanding? What is wrong with you? Yeah, but uh, also like I will say like so renting in the county that the studio's in is terrible. That's another reason like when people are like want to ever just rent it out to renters, it's because the judges in that county is terrible. Um, uh, it, it is a very common place, and if you don't believe me, you, I can show you the courthouse. You can go down there, and you sit there, and you can watch people get before the eviction court, where the people go, oh, no, you've had a tough life. You had a hard time. How about this? If you can get out in 90 days, I'm going to reduce what you owe on this rent. But you got to get out within 90 days happens all the time here in this that county it is awful it is terrible 90 and, uh, days of them 
risk-free destroying everything that's there. And yeah, and demanding that you fix things as a landlord. You must fix things. I, I have a story from somebody who's a friend of mine who had doing the landlord business for a while. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he got called by the police to come out to his house that he was renting. Yeah. And they asked because they wanted to, you know, kind of let him know what was going on because they had raided the house. Apparently, mm -hmm. he walks in and finds out that they have basically put a foot and a half of dirt throughout the entire house and was growing pot there. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oof. Mm. It's, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's like... Renter landlords go through some crap. Not every, and are there bad landlords out there? Heck yeah, but some renters also, out there put there's also a lot of landlords who are just jaded and tired of getting taken, you know. Oh, yeah, taking advantage, of, yeah, taking advantage of going to the cleaners. This is one people when people go, like, um, you know, like, you know, like it's the main reason why people go, like, I can't find any uh houses or things to rent that let me take pets. And it's like, because before you, someone had like 15 dogs in a tiny little apartment and destroyed it, you know, or they heard that horror story of someone doing that and destroying a house. So they're like, no, no pets, never again. I'm that's not happening, you know, you know, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's those things. It's yeah, but most of those happen because like a lot of people do like this the short leases because one it's a kind of sometimes it's kind of hard to find a renter who wants to do like a long term rent agreement, you know, and then also landlords who want to give out a long term rent agreement, you know, you know. I think you know I think if our society went more to like you know your rental agreements are closer to like five years or something like that, I think probably a lot of it would go down like because of like. A lot of people can trash the house if, if they have the mentality in six months they're gone. Or they can be if, kicked out in six months. Yeah. The the what was big when I was younger was there was a lot of people doing rent to own. Hmm. And that's like you're letting the, the person think they're building equity into possibly purchasing the house, therefore, you know, they're they're gonna be more likely to take care of it. Now most of them didn't, or the interest rate would if you calculate it out was incredibly high, but you know, people who are doing rent to own are people who aren't necessarily going to get a good bank loan. You know what I'm saying? So if they could, I mean, there was a time where it was not so easy to go get a house loan. You could just walk in there and say, yeah, I want one. And they'd say, okay, give us 2% of the down payment and you're good to go. You know, it's like, yeah, you had to have like 10, 15% to put down just to even talk to them. Reinhold, history started in 2008. Okay, no one wants to talk about <laughs> prehistory, yeah. the olden times. Yeah, well, because like, all right, because all right, because at that time, like, um, the interest rates on how on mortgages was were super high at the time. Um, so you know, you you know, it's versus now, like, it's like a lot of people complain, like, how hard it is to get a house now. It's like it is nothing comparatively. You know, compared to, especially the eighties, you know, like they're like, it was like oh, they're wanting twenty percent down, and I'm like, if you can't put twenty percent down on a house, maybe you shouldn't be buying this house, or you're buying too much house. What? <laughs> that, I want this house. Do you need a four hundred thousand dollar house? Also, have you, well, have you heard about you living said, within your means? Yeah, you said that they're like rolling the down payment back into the loan now for people. Mm -hmm. Like oh, you can put twenty percent down, but then you can borrow that twenty percent and we'll roll it back in as a 
as a loan on top of it. And I, I did something similar to that. My first house when I bought it was for my second house. When I went to where they were, they, but it was a, it was a, like a, what what were the kind of loans where it's like four or five years and then it's a balloon payment at the end. Right. So a balloon payment type of loan. Yeah. Well, when I went to refinance this house, they were going like, we'll take your closing cost and we'll throw it in on the loan. Right. And I'm just like, okay, let me see the paperwork on it first. And I noticed it because the thing had like several different, like, well, your interest rate for the mortgage is this. But for that closing, that's at 8%. What? No, I got cash. (laughs) Oh, and and to get off of the house for just a second. When I went to buy this this car recently, I hadn't bought a new car for a long time. Mm -hmm. I think it was 2003. It was the last time I bought an actual new car. And I'm in there and they're talking about, here's these add-ons you can get, right? You can get the 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 package, the ZBART package, which I looked at. It was great. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I like this package. It's actually a good deal because if you get it from them, it's free lifetime re- reapplication as opposed to if you buy it directly from ZBART, you have to pay every year mm-hmm. um, for that. You know, so they're picking that cost up. So I'm like, well, this makes sense. It's like, yeah, we can we can load that into the loan and you can pay. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. no, I'll write you a check. <laughs> We can do this now. You're not rolling it into the loan. So this thousand dollars spend I'm getting ready to do is going to cost me 3000 at the end of the day. I'm not doing that. You know? Mm-hmm. So that was the kind of thing I did. You had to catch them because they were trying to, they were trying everything. You get all these packages, this um, add on uh, uh, insurance, things like that. So I'm like, no, we're good. Just mm-hmm. no, 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 no. And that'll take, but I'm paying cash for everything else is I'm, doing is the loan and the only reason i did the loan instead of paying cash for it is because the interest rate was less than what the uh um, inflation rate is right now so that's fair i want to read i'm seeing i'm seeing the uh interest rates are coming out now i got in like at the tail end of these good Mm -hmm. interest rates they're going up (laughs) it's like twice what i was paying for it for mine that's exactly what i was about to read out here so you want to bring it right uh Abra- Bro put basically did a sales pitch for Junji Ito. It's like a it's a mix of Cronenberg body horror. A lot of a lot of his stories deal with young people confused about body anatomy as well as a mix of Lovecraftian eldritch horror, particularly things like lapsing sanity, the unknown, and strange cult behavior. Not anatomy. You, you said anatomy, but it's autonomy. It's a, it's oh, a different true. thing. But yeah. In, wow. Well. Yeah. But yeah, it's all all of Junji Ito's stories, even even some of the weaker ones are really worth reading because they're very well done. And if you can get if you can deal with the the horrible imagery that some people can't deal with, because mm-hmm. like you know the tryptophobic stuff where there's holes in people's bodies and stuff like that, it's it's a great read and. His art is impressive, especially for this this guy whose whose personality in interviews he's just a very kind and gentle man, and like very soft spoken. And then you look at you know this person this this woman has eight heads with spider legs crawling out of them. <laughs> All that creepy stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of. It's Halloween. That's what Halloween. Well, what's cool about Halloween too? Halloween. 
for me when I when I watch in uh I realize the five things. Yep. Hellraiser is messed up. Um and also <laughs> Clyde Barker did Candyman too, if you like Candyman. Mm-hmm. So scary mm-hmm. bit of a movie. But um a lot of people are doing um, reactions to horror movies now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this time of year it's called Halloween, mm-hmm. Halloween, you know, that sort of thing. They'd, so do Halloween reactions and get scary movies that they'd never seen before and kind of freaking out about it. And this one guy I like watching, um, he's uh, basically a, a film student, but he's not seen a lot of old movies. So he's just going through a list instead of for his you know, career. He's trying to learn all about all these movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody finally, and he had a poll out in his Patreon. And, he, and I had been trying to get him to, to watch this movie for a long time. He finally did. It's called Jacob's Ladder. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jacob's Ladder is one of the one movies that my wife can't watch. She loves horror movies, but she cannot watch that one because it reminds her too much of things that she actually sees. But it is such a messed up mind twist of a movie. The imagery is great. The where's this going is great, you know. And, you know, he was able to figure out the twisty, you know, the ending and everything like that, mm-hmm. which is okay. I mean, it's kind of, it's not hidden to you. <laughs> they make, they spill it out, but it's still a rough ride <laughs> to get to the end <laughs> yeah. of that one. So. Yeah, like horror in general is it feels like uh, it be, it's slowly becoming like a lost art because a lot of like the movies is very much a jump scare fest. Yeah. And that and then like that's what they believe horror is. Mm-hmm. I try to get people to watch the original Saw because that is literally one of my favorite horror movies ever made. And everybody's like, well, it's torture porn. And I'm like, no, this is no. not. Saw is the, not torture porn. The other porn. ones. The other ones are. Some, some, of them, some of them jump into that territory, but they mm-hmm. all have an interesting story behind it. And the fact that he makes these traps for people, but everybody can get out of the traps. They just have mm-hmm. to transcend what it is that he sees as their flaw. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have people who can't escape. And the the if I don't know if you've seen some of the later movies, but there's a really cool twist on what happened with the guy from the first the Carrie always character from the first movie. It's just mm-hmm. it's he comes back for because you find out he survives. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> should spoil that one, but so he comes back for a later, later movie where he's dealing with people who have survived. You know, he's like mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. doing a, a, a group trying to Trying to give them all sanity back, and mm-hmm. um, he's, he's walking around with, you know, uh, no foot. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the the ending of that movie, the first Saw movie, nobody saw coming. Mm-mm. I don't know uh, anybody who says they saw the end of that coming. Sorry, yeah. you're lying. You're yeah. lying. Like said. Lying. Yeah, he's lying. Right. Yeah, it was so yeah. well done. And Tobin yeah. Bell was actually, oh man, it's just. Mm-hmm. He's coming back for the next song. They're actually coming back with the new song movie next year. Tobin Bell's coming back for it. I don't know how they're going to do it because his character died in the third one, you know. But um, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. It's going to be good. But those those are my types of movies because it's they're the psychological horror, and to me is much more visceral than just seeing gross stuff on screen or. Um, you know, jump scares. I don't really have a right. deal about jump scares. Uh, gross stuff is just gross stuff. Saw has gross stuff in it, but it serves the psychological part of it. You yeah. know, the 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 chance of having your head rip, basically ripped in half by reverse bear trap. I mean, that's scare. That's you know, thinking about that and what you would do to survive that, mm-hmm. and what he puts the person through to do it, and she survives it. That was 
that's what I liked about that movie. Right. It's, 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 it's like not looking, hostile, you know, where hostile right. is just people getting ganked and tortured. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's like looking at the Friday the 13th series where the first one is as a completely different feel to the rest of them because, yeah. because it was much more of a slow burn and it wasn't unstoppable killing machine yeah, going through is, killing people. The killer wasn't you know, the mother. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, like, and the first, it, well, the first, um, what was it? First uh, Halloween? What was it? Which Michael one was Myers? It? Yeah. First Michael Myers one. That mm-hmm. was kind of a weird one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always, I always had an affinity for Nightmare on Elm Street, not because I thought they were really any good, but Robert England played that character so well and hilarious that you couldn't help but rooting for him almost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know he's, you know, the characters are pedophile and all that stuff, but still, mm-hmm. he was funny. <laughs> Welcome to prime time. Right. <laughs> and, and I feel like that, that kind of, that kind of horror with it being more psychological is why stuff like the call of Cthulhu became so big. Like the board game call, of Cthulhu, the, the, the role playing game call of Cthulhu. Because it's that existential cosmic horror that is something mm-hmm. that is hard to completely understand, and it's and while it does have the gross out or the the murdery gory parts of it, a lot of it's psychological. There's mm-hmm. a reason why you have to roll for sanity <laughs> to keep your sanity in check. Yeah, yeah. Or well, in defense of paranormal activity and jump scares. <laughs> <laughs> like i enjoy the paranormal activity thing but it is it is what it is like mm-hmm. is this thing scary no it's just it's just jump scary <laughs> it's the jump well, what do you think about the ring what the uh the american ring? version oh the, the, the american version uh so i don't think i've seen the original it's okay. Okay. It's I not. Think... It's not jumpy scary, in my opinion. It's a really kind of like, what would you do? But, and then there's yeah. a story behind it that why this mm-hmm. is going on yeah. that I really kind of was intrigued with on that first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end of the day, it was more of a slow burn, uh, right? Kind mm-hmm. of occasional horror, yeah. a little creepiness, but that's yeah. it wasn't yeah. top of but my list. And, and somebody it follows like it follows. Somebody reacted yeah. to um, somebody reacted to Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. and I remember when that came out. People were freaking out about that movie. Mm-hmm. Thought it was real. And I went to go see it, and I was like, "But that was the thing. They did such a good marketing campaign where people they did a whole documentary that was on the Sci-Fi Channel, and um, mm-hmm. you could go to a website and see all these stories and stuff. So people were like, is this real? This is real stuff, right? Yeah. So um, once you know that conceit, it's kind of like me. Yeah. I well, actually found that the second one much more scary because some of the mind tricks that were going on inside of it, mm-hmm. uh, where people were seeing different things than what was being filmed on the camera. Like you, you see the camera of what was happening and it's not what you were seeing them seeing and reacting to. And it, it was a interesting examination of how your mind can trick you and lead you to believe something right. else is going yeah. on. I'm actually not that big of a fan of like horror movies and horror, the horror genre. It's not my, it's not my big thing. I don't crave it. I I occasionally will watch a good scary movie if I hear it's good, but mm-hmm. or if it's an author I like, you know, if I see a, a new Clyde Barker stuff come out or Stephen King that's good, you know, based off a good story, I might jump into it. But yeah, yeah, like like horror horror is a very hard genre to 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 
keep consistent, especially with things outside of movies, like in games, games, horror is so hard to keep consistent because I think like you could maybe argue resident evil seven was horror, but it's hard to say because it was, it was a different take on it or like alien isolation, which is more Mm -hmm. of a suspense and you're trying not to startle the alien who has such high intelligence that you have to, that if you make a noise, it will, it will stalk the area that you were in because the AI knows better. Mm. They, they built it like a learning AI that learns your gameplay patterns. Hmm. Well, Resident Evil Six that that was scary, right? That wasn't horror. Yeah, was. that that was that was the most the popcorn hor- the, the horror of film. The, the horror of the controls. The horror of the writing. <laughs> the hor- the horror of the of the PNG food acting. on the table. The- <laughs> So as far as marketing goes, you remember the um, Silent Hill pre the uh, like uh, demo that came out that, that never PT. got made, yep. but the yeah the PT everybody was freaking out about this thing. It's just like I think that it built upon the lore of it, like the mm-hmm. this this the oh this is a thing that they're going to take away. It's really too scary for people, and people buy into that, and that's yeah, I think it's, it's very unsettling. Even even if it wasn't the most scary thing, it was unsettling, and it did a lot of little things, or it makes you makes you question your own sanity because you're going through the same corridor over and over and over again. That's just slightly different each time. So you're just like, when is the thing going to happen next? Or am I do am I playing the game right? Am I doing the right thing? Was it was it like this before, and I just didn't see that part? Exactly, you know, exactly. I, it makes you question. Wondering yourself. if your mind's playing tricks on you. Mm-hmm. But I saw I saw the last yeah um last Resident Evil Seven I think it was I saw people playing it and I'm just like mm-hmm. it's not scary oh that was eight eight was the most eight, new, oh, yeah. the most recent one <coughs> where you switch to bodies and you could play different mm-hmm. yeah and, and the most recent one they made it they kind of tried to to mash the action back into the series in yeah. comparison to Seven was much more slow paced and a lot more. You're uh, you basically can't really stop this unstoppable guy that's coming after you, and you kind of have this have a feeling of you're not gonna win here. It actually gives you that but, feeling of horror and helplessness, even though you can't fight back. If you want horror, though, if you can find the right writer mm-hmm. who writes really good horror that can mess with your head. Like I Mm -hmm. remember watch, I was reading a book and it was um, the Langoliers by Stephen King, (laughs) which got made into a movie, but I'm seriously halfway through this book. And I'm at that time working a second shift job Mm -hmm. where everybody's gone (laughs) and I'm just kind of doing operations for him. And it's like after dark and I'm reading this book and all of a sudden I just kind of get up and look around and went, Oh, I need to put this book down for a minute. It really started messing with me and what I was right, seeing. And oh, yeah. um, that was the, a good that was a good one. The yeah. in the internet era, the internet age, there's plenty of like people who write it on their own. They they find like the creepy pastas or just the horror stories written online. Like the the R slash no sleep, which is which in its bubble of the subreddit, you're supposed to believe everything they write is real. And that's when well, you walk in, that's what you're doing. The closest thing I've seen to like a good 
new genre type of horror. I mean, a lot of people are doing this true crime stuff, new horror stuff where they make the story and then they twist it and then they tell it as it's a real story on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But there was a, a couple years ago, I'm trying to remember what it was called, but it was basically this guy who was um, filming and saying like the sun's gone. Right. Mm -hmm. And where did the sun go? I can't remember the name of what it was called at the time. I haven't been able to find it since. But it was an interesting where he was filming for for weeks and weeks and weeks. He was filming this saga of him dealing with mm -hmm. not being able to contact anybody and, and how he's running and is hearing noises and things are happening around. It. And it, it was really good filming. And all of a sudden it just stops. Right. And it's just like, okay, this was very well done and inventive. This guy should have a job making horror movies. <laughs> Right, like who was the, this and what's going on with this? I want to know the story. I haven't heard anything about it since then. I don't know who did it or what was going on with it or why or any of that stuff. So the, the reason so, the Slender Man became even popular at all was because of Marble Hornets and the way they, they made the YouTube series that made Slender Man actually seem scary and, and mysterious. And it wasn't until you know the internet became did the internet thing and made it not scary <laughs> at all. But well, like, people think Mothman is a real, you know, mm -hmm. I think when you think that this stuff is real, when, when they can convince you that this is possibly happening, that's when they mm -hmm. get you. That's when they can then subvert everything. Right. If, you're, like, if you're going into it knowing that this is just, it's, I can see the wires, like, this is fake. You was, know, it's like, like, yeah. a, a, so was like that like an ARG you was looking at, Reinhold? Um... I don't no, think it was, it was just ARG. A, was just I think it was on a YouTube. guy making a video. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a guy on YouTube who would post every so, so often saying, I don't have much battery left. And here's what I'm seeing. And the sun hasn't been out for like seven days now. And these people are moving here and doing this. What's going on in the rest of the country? I haven't heard from anybody. And hmm. the way he was doing the videos and, and, and everything was really creepy. Because you're like, is this happening somewhere that I don't know about? <laughs> you know, where they somehow blocked the sun or, <laughs> or something. Right. It was yeah. really weird. Yeah. Um, are you you ever heard of the GA channel, uh, not like uh, Nightmind, something like that? Why are you doing that? Like, uh, another great example of, you know, the internet doing, making, making horror that's very compelling is, is the SCP stuff. <laughs> a, a SCP is basically just a community run thing where they basically create horror monstrosities. And they they are basically a, a containment protocol. It's like the, they're working oh. for the SCP company to prevent these anomalies from getting out and causing things to happen. All right, right. Hold. I'm gonna send it to you. Go ahead and take a look at. It. I think I may have found what you were actually talking about and looking for. <laughs> he knows every SCP. Yeah, that which is insane. Bye, Reinhold. I don't know. I don't know. He, he disappeared. I don't know. Where Obviously, the Reinhold has vanished. Yeah, but like SCP, you know, Siren or, Head. Or or is Reinhold a, is, is is Reinhold he an SCP? SCP? <laughs> he got caught by Peanut. Yeah. Gone <laughs> private chat, and all of a sudden it just went. Oh. oh yeah, I but, just I yeah. dropped it to Discord. Mm -hmm. This way, right. um, uh, this way, Vincent can also see it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Just in case it is. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> Africa bro is talking about how his, how how their youngest kid uh, researches all the SCP stuff and SCP and Siren Head and internet horror things that exist. Mm -hmm. And 
it's very interesting to see the 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 community being able to create something and play off of each other. The mm-hmm. SCP is basically, you know, I, I create something and then somebody mm-hmm. uses my creation as a bit and a variant of it to make their sto- horror story. Um, a great YouTube channel is a uh, Mr. Creepypasta, who he just reads horror stories. There's literally a horror. There's a story that I listen to about once a year because I love it so much that if I had the if if I had infinite money, my first goal would be making this story into a show. Yeah. Because it, the the way it's built to the way it builds towards the the end goal of the of it. It's called Baraska. And oh. yeah. and once it hits this point where where the, the plot turns and you find out, you know, what's behind the the thing that's killing the people, it just kind of shakes the foundation of the entire story you read up to this point. And I, every time I go back through it, I I listen to it and I notice another thing that I didn't notice the first time because it was because it all connects in some way, shape, or form. So what you found was not the actual stuff, but it was a synopsis of what happened. Correct. Yeah, that's what Nightline yeah. does. He finds different things okay. out there and helps curate it. So you can go. He talks about it, and if you want, you can jump into it. You know. So it's interesting Find because it. it does have a lot of information about how you know who the original person was and what was mm-hmm. kind of the behind. Somebody's some people have done enough behind the scenes work yeah. into it. So I yeah. need to go look at that because it was it was really an intriguing thing because I got caught up in the middle of it as it was happening. Yeah. Well, I there's a lot this. of these going on, and not a lot the of the backrooms. Like, yeah, the backroom stuff that's going on. There's a lot of these ARGs and this stuff that are going on, but it's hardly like creation because a lot of people, if they're on the project to build a lot of these, a lot of things are hush hush because you're trying to keep that realism of it, and and they don't really talk about it until the project is basically done because you're on here. Like um, I'm working on one. I can't really tell you because I'm doing like, and it's really fun work I'm doing on, it, and I really wish I could like. You have to see this, but like. Mm-hmm. The part of it I'm working on is I've right. got to put you through this other piece of clues so you get to my part. <laughs> I, 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 I know you told me what your part is, so I'm not going to talk about it. But I, it is, but it's insane. I'm I'm fantastic when people just like have like the, when the first one person found the thing, I was just like, oh my god, someone found it. So with effing, effing <laughs> clues, I actually found this thing. You know. And you just let it go. This is this is this is a lot of fun. yeah. A- a- ARGs is another great way of that things that are the horror is done now, where it's interactive and you mm-hmm. use everybody comes together and you have a community of people digging through things and finding information. Honestly, that's in my opinion, that's why Five Nights at Freddy's got as big as it did mm-hmm. because you know game theory made a theory and a bunch of people like the idea of the there there being all this extra hidden lore and all these other things that are happening that they all jump in and try to figure it out like the youtube like the youtube series for the guy who did a the game that they thought he found called petscop and it was like a, a ps1 game and the guy put puts uh, playthroughs of it and the game is always so weird and and like bugs out and it's actually like a massive narrative that that's playing in the background that you have to like 
go through the the files of it and the the things that flash up on the screen and stuff like that. ARGs in general is a great way of mm-hmm. to bring people together, and it's another new way of going about horror. It's a fantastic time. I freaking love it. <laughs> and right home, like if you like want some, like Nightmind is a great channel to help you find some, and it'll curate them for you if you want. The problem when I've watched a little bit of it while we're talking, and it's it's kind of that um, AI voice, you know, the like scripted through the computer and it's talking. I, I can't do those. It's those drive me crazy. So, right. uh, but the fact that he's got all the information on the page and I can go look mm-hmm. at it, it's, yeah. it's good. Uh, I, get, I can watch mm-hmm. a little bit here and there, but I, just, I don't, I can't. Heather watches some of those. The, the computer thing is reading out the script and it's just like, yeah, uh, kill me that now. Mr. That Mr. Creepy Pasta, he, he, he actually reads it in his normal voice mm-hmm. and it is guest just, readers and stuff like that. Yeah. She's really into Mr. Ballin, you know, and I don't know how this guy blew up, but it's just like all he's doing is reading stuff. And it's just, he, she watches Mr. Ballin and uh, um, Bailey Sarian, of course. So, and both people, I don't, I don't find them entertaining to listen to tell a story, but apparently a lot of people do because they have millions of people watching her stuff now. So, yeah, interesting narratives are all pull people in. And so some, I'm thinking I should do something like that, where I just find all these stories and start reading them. Is yeah, yeah. I mean that's what happens. Start Literally. doing my radio voice and do a really cool job of getting people into you know. Yeah, and getting invested. Um, <laughs> the, it's. I try not to do the radio voice because it is way fake. <laughs> yeah. but, but that's, it's very interesting when when people do you know put that effort in. When when you find ones that people put the effort in and they actually care about the stories they're tell, telling and uh, they try and literally one of uh, one of the, some of the videos I've seen, goddamn it, Harry. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, like uh, the, this ARG is pretty good because this uh-huh. one's got like actual like corporate backing and it's really really mm-hmm, good. Yeah. Like when they're trying, like I know one of them that he has like four or five different people on it do, voicing different characters uh, in a in a manner that makes everything flow together it's yep. some of the stories are just good some of them are actually unsettling and creepy mm-hmm. and some of them, like one of the stories is a long form one which ha- it's just, it's much more grounded mm-hmm. but insane basically mm-hmm. uh, this, these two friends uh, are kind of realize that they're they're not getting enough out of life mm-hmm. so they make a bet they be like, you make me give my best life and i do the same for you and and one of the dudes takes it way too far by you know stealing his stuff and and basically putting him putting him in, in into adversity so that mm-hmm. way he would grow because he's not mm-hmm. trying so I'm gonna force you to try, because <laughs> uh, they 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 dared each other to ruin each other's life to make them better. <laughs> so he <Yeah>. does it. <laughs> well, on that note, not to ruin in everyone's sleep, mostly mine. I need to need to get to bed. I also need to get a light a candle and wish my grandmother a happy birthday, because uh, it's her birthday today. So I get to go do that. Um, so before this episode gets too long on the tooth, I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode. You can be listening to anything else in the world 
And but you are here watching this show, and I want to thank you, double thank you, because you're all gonna the listeners of this podcast is is helping uh, getting um, the big show back to its proper form on live shows. So double thank you. Uh, so thank you for watching this Halloween episode, and uh, have a good night. Bye, everybody. You two say goodbye. Halloween.